What's up, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Comic Nerd Rave. We know we've been gone for a little bit. We are joined this week by uh, by our usual guest, as, as usual, Tyler. What's up, man? What's going on, y'all? Good to be back. Good to be back. And our good friend, George, is with us. What's up, George? Hey, everybody. Uh, I told y'all I'd be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Schneider cut in Falcon. <laughs> he said, "I'll so, be back." That's right. Pull yeah, the Terminator. Good, good to be back. <laughs> good, good to have you, man. Well, uh, we took a little break last week. Got to decompress after uh, Wandavision. I'm still upset about it, but you know, I'm not <laughs> not gonna. We'll move on from that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this week, guys, this was the week. The week that people have been waiting for since 2017. Uh, the Snyder Cut came out and uh, four hours long. Um, I stayed up and I watched it uh, the night it came out at midnight, so I was up until four. Um, and and yeah, let's let's start with uh, let's start with you guys because I think I'm going to be the uh, you know, the I'm a little biased, so let's start with the, let's start with let's start with George. George, what did you think of the Snyder Cut? Uh, by the way, the spoiler problem? alert, everybody! This is a deep dive. Like spoilers, we're going into it. Be warned. Oh yeah, all right, of course, um, go for it. So for me, uh, well, so I didn't I didn't watch it immediately when it came out, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that it was four hours. <laughs> uh, it would have came out at three a.m. In Jersey, right? So I, didn't, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be up until the sunrise. Right. So, uh, so I waited until it came out. Uh, it was the first thing I did, though. I went down uh, to my living room, uh, put it on the big screen, so I could really, really enjoy the experience. Yeah. And uh, so, my thoughts on the movie are: it's clearly, it's clearly way better than the theatrical Joss Whedon version. Right. Um, and the, the changes, uh, uh, yeah, everything that basically once you see this, you realize everything Joss Whedon did was, was garbage yep. and unnecessary. Um, that being said, I, I to, well, first of all, a, a movie as even as good as it is, it shouldn't be four hours long. <laughs> that that was a struggle, uh, just to, like at certain points. I, I uh, will say it helped with the chapters because I I did too. I took a little break, you know, with, mm-hmm. with the chapters. So I I appreciated that. <laughs> but the the thing to me is that th- this movie, the, it, of course, it had the same story and outline as the theatrical version. Yeah, and I, I guess to me, like the the story itself, just like isn't as interesting as it really should be for them to release this project. The this release, mm. um, like I feel like there's certain parts where like you don't folk they didn't focus on characters enough uh, in certain times, and you sort of forget about them in some periods. But I think that like which one this case. Well, I think, like, just for this case, like, a lot of characters, like, there were scenes dedicated to particular characters. I mean, with the introduction with the Flash and uh, Aquaman right. and Cyborg. 
But I feel like, uh, yeah, there's just certain points where you're like, oh, yeah, Batman's in this movie. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's, there's sometimes where, like, you just sort of drift away from the bigger picture. Yeah. I Yeah. Of what, of the whole story. For sure. Um, that being said, I did lo- absolutely love the the new scenes that I'm pretty sure they added, like, last year with the reshoots like the um that scene with uh, the joker and batman was definitely so that yeah yeah we'll get into that we'll get into that scene for sure but i i agree i loved i i really like that <laughs> um uh tyler um i mean i will say this i mean just like you said george it's a hundred percent, well, a hundred thousand percent guaranteed way better than the theatrical. It still blows my mind that Warner Brothers didn't go through with it in the first place. That's really like the most baffling thing about this movie. Um, but in terms of the movie itself, I guess I was expecting the story to go way different, you know, seeing Dark Side and all the trailers and everything that got released basically almost on a daily basis leading up to the actual release. Um, and I will say I was kind of disappointed. I thought we were going to get more dark side, more all this. But then when I watched it um, the second time through and I kind of saw that Zach was still making the movie to lead up for another one, um, if not another two, you know, then diving deep into Dark Side being the new big bad since Steppenwolf's now dead. Um, but when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, it seems kind of pointless to even have Dark Side in it if they didn't really even fight him." But then now, you know, the second time through, I thought watching was a lot better, in my opinion. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, uh, well, what, so well, what? I, what, I actually want to add to that because uh, yes. To me, I feel like uh, I felt like there was Dark Side was only really in this movie because he Zach is kind of aware that he's not going to be able to make the sequels, and with this, he really he wanted to exactly include the character exactly in some way. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I guess to touch on that while we're while we're running, yeah, I I do know that the the end scene where Darkseid is looking at them through the boom tube, that was always Zack's intentional ending for, for Justice League. I think originally that may have been the only tease of Darkseid in it, but like you said, he he knows he's not going to be able to, to do it, do anymore, so he kind of he added him in some more stuff. Honestly, that, that sounds like it would have been a cooler addition if that was like the only instance you see him. that. And I think that was, that was intended to be the case was, mm. um, was that you see him through the boom tube. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think you're right. I think he knew he was, um, so for me, I, I, I loved it. I liked it a lot. Um, it's, it's no masterpiece. It's not the greatest comic book film ever made. Um, but I thought it was really, really good. It's except like you can't even compare the the 2017 cut and this. Um, I think uh, I, I agree. It's it's a little long, uh, and uh, I I attribute that to to again 
I think Zach thinks he's not going to make any more of these. So he was like, I'm going to put everything I want in there. So I totally understand. I think, um, I think it would have made a really, really, really good three hour movie. Um, like a really super, you know, if they just tightened it up a bit, um, Mm -hmm. I think uh, I, there were some things I was really surprised that were Zack Snyder's um, that that stayed in the uh, in the Snyder cut. Um, just some some lines that I was kind of like, uh, there's a scene where um, Wonder Woman shouts out at uh, at Superman when he first returns and he's about to attack them, and she goes, "Kal El, no!" and it's just kind of weird. Um, <laughs> And that was from also, you know, from the theatrical cut. So there was a few things I was like, oh, wow, that was that was Zach. Um, it was definitely a lot lighter than I thought it was going to be. A lot more humorous than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but overall, I I really enjoyed it. I really, really liked it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now let's let's kind of break down and 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 deep dive. Um, for me, the highlights, I, I think Cyborg was absolutely incredible. Like, I want more oh, Cyborg. Yeah. That was just that everything about Cyborg, I really, really, really loved um, in that movie. And also, and I know somebody here doesn't agree with this, <laughs> Tyler. Uh, I really, really loved Ezra Miller as the Flash. I thought <laughs> it was a complete change of character from the 2017 version, you know, he wasn't, you know, this little guy that was afraid. and was like, Oh, I push him out of the way or whatever. You know, he actually did stuff. He contributed to the team. And by the end of it, he's the one that reversed time and saved the day. So I, I really like, you know, Snyder's usage of him and his cut is far, far, far more better. And I, I'm, I'm now a little bit more excited for the flash movie. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so what did you guys think on, on the characters and, and the development and, and some highlights there? Or oh, actually real quick, let's they... stay with the flash real fast. Tyler, what did you think of the flash? <laughs> okay. So yes, we're definitely going to disagree. Not on the character itself though. I think just the flash as a character in, like you said, what he contributed a lot more than theatrical. However, Ezra Miller's performance honestly kind of bugged me. I felt his performance was forced humor and cringe humor and like he was trying too hard. Like, whereas I felt even like certain cringy lines in the exchange between like Aquaman and the rest of the justice league, I thought it was just kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, that, that kind of works. But I felt like Ezra Miller is the one character. It just felt too just cringy for me. I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Like, honestly, I felt, I mean, with Batman, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, all of them, um, obviously Superman coming back and whatever. Like I felt emotionally attached to all of them. Just I, the flash was mm-hmm. the one character. And I honestly think it's just Ezra Miller's performance. It just didn't, didn't do anything for me. I was just like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's, Hey, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm kind of in that same boat too, where I thought this was a, de- this was definitely a better representation and use of the flash but i think i'm i'm just not in love with ezra miller playing the flash <laughs> i feel it i feel it i think it was it's definitely a, a weird choice but I, when i saw like some behind the scenes 
I thought it kind of makes sense. You know, even behind the scenes, he was like so excited. He was like, I, I get to be a part of the Justice League, you know. And I feel like in the beginning for that, I think that that would be kind of Wally West's character. Like, oh, wow, I get to be a part of the, you know, the big leagues. Um, and uh, but I, I think that Ezra, it, it's a it's an interesting choice um, uh, for for a. I'm sorry, not Wally was for Barry Allen. Wally's the the one that I'm used to, um, but uh, but yeah. So let's so let's get to it. George. What are uh, let's do uh, two things you didn't like about it. Two things you did like about it. When you, know, you can get into spoilers and details and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, you might have given me a second, <laughs> but um, I guess okay. One thing. One thing I didn't really like about it uh, and thought they could improve on was, uh, I guess, uh, this might be controversial, but uh, Martian Manhunter, for me, I, I cause for me, I felt like, like I, I always thought he was an interesting character, but to me, I felt like he was just shoehorned into mm. this for no reason, especially, well, especially because the character that he was playing, the um the military guy like right his that character itself wasn't even in this movie which like uh, of course we saw him in the previous films but to me the, it didn't carry as much weight just because uh we didn't see him in mm. that way mm. or like he didn't play like a he didn't have a role right, right yeah i agree yeah so to me if if they really like if he played more significance like I I did enjoy that scene at the end but I felt like he could have played a bigger part uh in the movie um one thing uh, and I guess one thing I loved was uh I, I well I absolutely loved uh Jared Leto's Joker this yeah. this uh performance. yeah this was the redemption was. he deserved because I was always, I was always excited to see him in the Suicide Squad before it came out. Because the the, tra- the trailers were interesting, and it definitely caught everyone's mm-hmm. attention. I yeah, I but, totally agree. I yeah, to touch on that, I think uh, yeah, you know, and again, Suicide Squad was another movie that Warner Brothers cut. Apparently, there's a different cut of that movie too, um, mm-hmm. and there's like a ton more of extra Joker footage. I mean, I agree. I, I know people are super, super hard on on his Joker, and I'm not crazy about his laugh. But you know, ah, right? ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You know, but I, you know, I always argue. You know, he never really got the chance to make us like him or not. Like we only saw a tiny little bit of him, and then on top of it, it was you know cut by the studio. So. Yeah, I, I, I thought this, I think that interaction was one of the best Joker Batman interactions in live action ever. The whole thing where he's like straight up, you know, tells Batman, you know, you sent a boy wonder to do a man's job and Batman's <laughs> like, and I will fucking kill you slowly. I was like, yes, yes, you will. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about Batman dropping that word like i, I mean i know it's not right. a big deal but like you've never really seen that I, before and like and in, in any media like you don't really see that like in any of the movies video games like right right i loved it 
It was just like, I whoa. Loved it. I really did. I know. It, I knew it was going to be a little controversial moment and all that, but I was like, I love it. <laughs> um, but even, but even like, yeah, like that scene was only like what, like right, five minutes, like right. not even. Like that was just such a great, like well done, written, acted, everything. Like, and and. I was like, I was rewatching a little bit of Suicide Squad because it was on TV the other day, and like the first scene where Jared Leto comes in, like it, it, it's like unbearable, honestly. Like whatever, whatever they wanted to go for in that movie, they right, they failed. I yeah, guess. I it didn't. Know. I agree. It didn't work out how they how it came across. Um, Tyler. Um, I mean, I I'm still re- honestly not really a fan. Um, I'm one of those people. I just can't get into it. I mean, I definitely liked his portrayal a lot more in this. Um, and I will even call it a redemption from Suicide Squad. And I actually mm. do hope we get to see some of that footage that was cut just to see how the movie, you know, should have played out. Uh, right. But going back to this, the one thing that really caught my attention is when he goes, basically, like, how many timelines have you basically, like, mm. we're supposed to die, but, you know, led the world right. to... But you keep fucking up, basically. Yeah. And I was just like, wait a minute. And, and then he even says, you need me for this this crazy world you created. And I was like, yeah. do they like know about the multiverse in this dream sequence? Like, Because in the comics, you know, not only does Cyborg, is he a big part of, you know, Darkseid coming to Earth with his connection to the mother boxes and his origin and all that. But he's also one of the main people who helps invent the teleport technology to go across the multiverses. And so it's like, and, you know, we even saw him in the background. So it's like, did they somehow, I don't even know, but I just thought that was crazy. Yep. I agree. Uh, What, uh, what else did you, uh, did you uh, like or dislike about it? Um, are, are we talking just that end scene or the whole movie? Or... No, the whole whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, whole thing. Um, going back to the whole thing, I still think that there were um some. Well, okay. Well, I don't want to be too critical now, but I still think that there were some CGI moments that should have been touched up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, you know, still kind of looking a little two D, and and I get it. You know, and it's. I still blame Warner Brothers 100% for cutting and having to do this whole runaround for years just to get this thing released. Thank you, Zack Snyder. You're God. Um, <laughs> but, like, so I blame them for not giving them the budget or the time or what have you to, you know, make a, make it look as good as it should have been all along. Um, right. But, but you know, uh, I'm again, I'm very picky. I mean, just like Star Wars, that's like my my – my main thing is that like, you know, I'm, I'm picky in how I like stories and characters and build up, which I think he nailed everything. It was just little aesthetics. I thought were just kind of off putting, um, like certain scenes of Superman flying or, or, um, like the green lantern, I thought in the, the flashback sequence kind of looked a little off. Um, Hmm. really? I thought I liked that. I thought it was really cool. Actually, Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't, uh, I don't know. I mean, I still liked it. I still <laughs> liked the fact he was going up against Darkseid, got his hand chopped off, and literally tried to grab the ring as it was flying away, and then got shot with a right. bunch of arrows. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, I right, love right. the scene. I just thought the look was a little, hmm. 
but then again, I think I'm also picky because I'm so used to either Hal Jordan or um, John Stewart's like classic green outfit, whereas he kind of had a cape and the emblem was kind of like 3D like projected off of his chest, which right. I thought was a cool idea. I don't know. Um, no, what I, I really liked about it is is the story. You know, I liked how we finally got Cyborg's full backstory, his origin. We see his mm-hmm. connection to the mother boxes and his, you know, his dad never being there for him. Um, you know, we get a little bit more of Wonder Woman and uh, yeah. being away from Themyscira. And, you know, an Aquaman still refusing and stubborn to take up his rightful place as King of Atlantis. So we, we do get all of this. We never even saw glimpses of in the theatrical cut. Um, right. You know, and obviously the big one, Black Suit Superman. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Cyborg, I think, was the biggest thing for me as to why I love yeah. this movie. I mean... Because it really, um, I will say, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say it really did show his importance. Whereas in the theatrical, it was like, okay, yeah, he's just here now. Right. Um, I will say that uh, that little vignette when uh, Cyborg, you know, is listening to his dad's tapes, and um, he's telling him, you know, you can you can do anything. You can literally change the world you can change anybody's life and he's watching the security footage of like this struggling mom a single mom and and all that and and he puts uh you know a bunch of money in her bank account i was i think that might be one of the best sequences ever put in a comic book movie um i i really do it it was so so well done so emotional uh, and on top of it, I think I read somewhere, I was like, it might be the only movie where a superhero actually does a, su- a super like, and actually, like, helps a person, like, manipulates the system and helps the person, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, in such a massive way. Um, I'm, I don't know if it's been, I'm, it probably has been, but it, it was, I, for me, it was incredibly powerful um, and emotional to see of, like, the capabilities of Cyborg and, like, you know, how critical of a team member that he is, you know? Um, Another thing that I really loved for me was the return of Superman was epic. I'm a massive Man of Steel fan. Uh, That's where it all started for me. I loved Man of Steel. I loved Henry Cavill's take on Superman. And, you know, I always knew that when, when Man of Steel happened, that it wasn't like, it wasn't the full fruition of of superman he wasn't there yet you know he was just getting used to his powers he was just all that and and for me by the end of this movie i was like this is comic book superman you know um just that whole thing where he's walking and he's hearing uh jonathan kent and then jor-el and they're all talking to him and then they're like uh you know he says be um you know be the savior that they they need you to be and all that. And it's time. And then he takes off. That was epic. I, I love, love for man's art in this. Um, one thing that, uh, was still a little off for me was, I think overall, there were just some really cheesy dialogue lines. Um, uh, again, I think we're, I was surprised we're Zach's. Um, 
and then also I was I was a little surprised at kind of how you said George you know the for four hours obviously it's a massive improvement and you can develop a lot of characters and all that but uh, I was surprised there wasn't a little bit more on Batman or some of these other ways especially since Batman is like supposed to be the leader and gathering everybody together and all that um but uh i think other than that like and the and for me yeah the runtime like i said I, you know zach loves slow motion and i get it but uh that definitely took up some time um <laughs> uh one thing that i really 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 liked also uh, was Steppenwolf? What did you guys think of Steppenwolf in this compared to compared to 2017? Um, I thought it was def. He, they definitely used him uh in a better way than the theatrical version. Just his whole uh his motivation was yeah w- was actually there in this movie. You know, yeah, which definitely gave him some depth. Tyler, I, I'm I'm still not really. His, I like uh, design though. I did like, like I liked the spikes, moving spikes, and all that, and and I I did. Uh, Tyler, what what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I I like the the designs, um, and how it's not just like it doesn't just look like a hat, like the theatrical one looked like it just wearing a hat, whereas this one looks like it's like full body armor that can like like recede down like when he he kneels before dark side's hologram how it literally just kind of recedes down and like goes away i thought it was kind of cool kind of reminded me of not to compare dc and marvel but like tony stark's nano technology but i i like the um the story arc of steppenwolf in this cut because it's not just that he's doing it for dark side but the fact that he's trying to earn dark side's trust for betraying him and he wants to show Mm -hmm. that he's worthy and like yeah, like you said, George, the motivation is like, like completely different rather than just worshiping Darkseid. Now he's doing it because he has a purpose to, right? Yeah, he wants to go home. Yeah, he wants to go home. I mean, yeah, he technically I... made it home, but he was decapitated. <laughs> For real, yeah, that was the other thing too. Yeah, yeah like true. The, yeah. He survives in the theatrical cut, and this one, off with his head. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I really liked Steppenwolf. I love the scene where he attacks, uh, uh, Themyscira. I thought that is so, so stinking cool. Uh, you know, and and then when they say, uh, you know, she says, Amazon, show, show them your fear. And like, we have no fear. I was literally just going to say that. That's one of my favorite parts of that entire four hour cut. Oh yeah. Straight up like is intimidating. I'm going, I will bathe in your fear. And, and she and just then the smiles. queen's just like, oh, yeah? Amazon, show yeah. them our fear. We have no fear. And they start firing. Oh, I was yeah, like, I was like, okay. incredible. Oh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, it was, that was really, really cool. Um, yeah, so I, I agree. You know, just his motivation. Everything was a lot better about him in this film. Um, I really liked what we saw of Darkseid, you know, especially the whole, uh, history sequence, you know, where you see his defeat on Earth, he's like literally almost dies, um, and uh, and so I think that's also it makes more interesting. Is like, okay, this guy, he, he this is his crown jewel. He lost here. He's got to come back and take it. Um, and so it makes for you know, it. I think it makes just his character a lot more 
intimidating. Um, one thing a lot of people are talking about is what do you guys think of the score? Oh, my gosh. The score was phenomenal. I literally – I put it on par with the score of the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, mm. love the Dark Knight trilogy score. Like, I thought it was just – it was so – like, every scene was so soothing for just every – I don't know. It just was perfect. It all aligned. I just – I fell in love with it. <laughs> yeah. George? Uh, I don't really have a strong opinion on it, but okay. What one thing I did notice? I wasn't a fan of. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess right. this is new, but the Wonder the, Woman uh... scene, how it starts with like that voice, the vocal. Yeah, that that just felt like really like huh. cheesy. It reminded me of like Three Hundred, like which I know he did, but like I don't, right. I don't know. They that, were that, talking about he wanted to add like this warrior vibe ancient warrior vibe to to her uh, to her theme um i mean i i yeah, thought the, her theme the, was awesome the guitar yeah and like the, the drums like i'm a fan of that but the the voice <laughs> kind of yeah kind of i agree i i think that was probably my only complaint about the score otherwise i i really really love it um the scene where flash is going back in time and that whole kind of score i it was i thought was incredible uh yeah i mean go ahead uh, oh i th- there's mm-hmm. actually there's one thing i wanted to bring up which uh you, you guys sort of touched on it a little bit but uh to me i might sound crazy with this especially with how much you guys love this movie but to me this movie sort of proved that the the way dc and zack schneider were going about making these movies was just kind of off in the first place because like because this was the introduction of the flash cyborg and uh aquaman on big screen like we had to get their backstory and like that that is why this movie is four hours long you know it's because there's they wanted to go Mm -hmm. into more depth with these characters but so Something I want to ask you guys is like, what, do you think it would have been smarter if they w- went with the Marvel approach and had a solo or two movies before this? I, I think it would have worked, characters? but um, I I just don't think it, personally I don't think it's right for these for these characters. You know, when I think about like the DC lore and their characters, almost all of them are like these godlike characters and you know, massive powers and ability, you know, not just, and Thor and Marvel has those too. Obviously there's Thor and, but like with DC, it's, you know, I feel like Zach was re- trying to take almost like the injustice approach. You know, these are gods among men. What happens when a mm. God turns on man uh, and th- with the whole Superman storyline, you know? Uh, so I, I, I definitely think. I, 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 yeah, I think that they should have definitely gone the direction that they did. I, I'd much rather that than see a copycat of Marvel. Like I'm, Tyler. I'm sure if they did it the mm-hmm. way Marvel did, it would have probably turned out just fine. But right. I mean, even if you watch the Justice League War uh, animated movie where they fight Darkseid. Um, even then, they're basically strangers to each other, fighting a common goal, you know, for 
mm-hmm. good. And, you know, they're still discovering, oh, yeah, I'm Green Lantern, I'm Batman, I'm Superman, I'm Wonder Woman, I'm all these guys. And so I think that does suit Justice League better to have random people team up and then go into their backstories of, oh, this is who you are. You know, and I think, yeah, that just fits Justice League a lot better than it does the Avengers, just comic book wise, movie wise. I mean, you name it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the thing with me is that, yeah, the reason this is a four hour movie is so we could have more scenes with these characters. Uh, because we've never seen them before. And, like, even, like, Batman, for example. Too, right, like we, right. we didn't get a solo Batman um, movie. And, you know, all of that stuff before was, this was movie. planned. You know, you got to think. Literally everything except the nightmare sequence and the Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. Batman scene at the end. All, the, the entirety rest of the movie was all footage Zach shot in 2016. You know, and this was back when he was thinking, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to do two and three and, and, and all this. And he had the plan laid out with Warner Brothers. Um, you know, so I do realize, you know, there were things in there that it's like, okay, yeah, people want more Batman, but you got to understand, Zach was expecting that after this, Ben was going to go make his solo Batman movie, you know? And it, there was going to be scenes that explained and did all this other stuff. Um, you know, so I, 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 I try to give it a little bit of slack because of that. Um, I think what, I, what what's overall for me so surprising is how Warner Brothers decided not to release this version. Or yeah. a or a a watered down you know less in time of this version, uh, it, instead of have Joss, I think they said Joss literally rewrote eighty percent of the dialogue. You know, and so that's that for me is like the biggest sh- shock is like, how did that, how did that, how, how did somebody go, yeah, Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon's version is better. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because I'll, I'll be honest, even a yeah, I'll, I'll take this four-hour cut over the two-hour cut any day. Um, well, I if, honestly if think that they were doing exactly what you just said. You didn't want to see Austin. Is I think that they they were just like, oh, you did the Avengers. Let's just make easy money and do the same thing, but with DC. Let's just copy it. And right. instead of a copy we got, which even would have been better than what we still got, it was a sabotage. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so after, you know, seeing it, watching it, do you guys, obviously there's now a new, a new thing, uh, restore the Snyderverse. What do you guys think of that? Do you guys want to see more of Zack's <laughs> Justice League? Or do you think Absolutely. this should be it? This, this is the end. Tyler, um, I, I yeah, I would definitely love it because, like I said, first time I watched it, I was extremely. I honestly, I love the story. Don't get me wrong, I love the characters, all that, but I was extremely disappointed because, um, you know, I don't have Twitter, and so I'm I'm not seeing constant feeds. But the little bit that I saw and read through the grapevine, um, 
of the you know dark side being in the trailers and the quick scene of him shooting his omega beams in atlantis after he stabs aquaman with his own trident right that so i was literally i saw that and was literally expecting dark side to come in after steppenwolf failed in this movie and then Mm. and that's why i said you know i liked it even better the second time because Zack Snyder still made it as if it was leading up to another Justice League. That's why Darkseid technically wasn't the big bad in this one. Right. Um, but, you know, realizing that now, second time through, is I would love to see another one where they actually have to, I don't know, I mean, now that the mother boxes are closed, they close off the portals, but they saw Darkseid and they have to make a plan, possibly even recruit more possibly Shazam comes in and make the Justice League bigger and, you know, then eventually mm. fight Darkseid. I would love to see that in, in the Snyderverse, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, George? I feel like if if they were to do this, which, which right. personally I feel like that's not going to be the case, um, I feel like he, he would only get the opportunity to make Justice League 2 and 3. Like, I don't think it would be, like, the... Right, yeah. I, the solo Batman I movie and Cyborg movie. Like, that was I think planned. you're right. And... Because he definitely... The fact that he would be able to go in and shoot those... Uh, night, the nightmare scene means, like, I think... There could be a focus well, on these movies the thing is, at is some point. He announced that Warner Brothers but told him at the beginning, you can't shoot anything. No additional footage. And he shot the nightmare sequence anyways. Nobody got paid for it. It was Warner Brothers didn't even know about it. He just showed it to Warner Brothers like, hey, I did this. Uh, you know, so and that that's. Yeah, well, that's what it, I love about, you know, I think and before the movie came out, a lot of people were like, and yes, I agree. It's the same story beats, the same concept. Um, but there was so much footage that I'd never seen. And uh, I you, I realized, and Zach came out in an interview and was like, because when one of the brothers was telling him to tone it down and do all this stuff differently, he said, I was still shooting it my way first. And always with the intention of just holding on to it. So the whole time he was doing it the way he wanted for the most part, you know, and that's why he had all this extra footage, you know, and people were like, Oh, it's going to be the same movie. And it, for me, it really is. It's a different movie than even though it is the same kind of story and concept overall, it it just, it feels like a whole different film, you know? Um, you guys, any any final thoughts on the Snyder Cut? Yeah, definitely. Um, I just want to kind of piggyback off what George said earlier about uh, Martian Manhunter. And that's one of the other big things I, I was talking about with CGI-wise. I think they should have made him look better. I personally mm-hmm. like the look of the CW show, uh, Martian Manhunter and Supergirl, a lot better. Uh, right. That's just my opinion. But um, – but, yeah, I mean, I love the reveal of him. I like that we thought it was Martha Kent going to Lois, and he walks out and turns out it's Martian Manhunter, who then turns into yeah. the general that was there since Man of Steel, so he's been there all along. The reveal was amazing. 
but since we only got that scene and that ending scene, like, yeah, it does kind of feel like they just threw them in just to throw them in. Mm. And so I was mm. kind of disappointed in that as well. Right, right. But other than well, that, I think that, that one was also just a little bit of fan service. You know, everybody just wants Martian Manhunter with the league. You oh know? yeah. Um, and so I think that part was was just that mm. going. You know, especially his fans in the Snyderverse, because he had teased a long time ago that 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 general was was Martian Manhunter, and so I think it was just that was just him fan service you know mm-hmm. full-on fan service but um but yeah um george any final thoughts or i guess the one thing i would say is uh they would have benefited from i know that zach has come out saying that he hasn't seen the theatrical version but I think it definitely would have helped if he did, just so he could understand mm. what he did wrong. Because uh, I think I think there's certain parts that, like you were saying, how like you were surprised, right? That right. Some cringy lines were actually. But also, ones I'm, I'm kind of glad he did. As I think opposed that's to Josh Whedon. like integrity so for think... him is to like because also it's like, you know, he doesn't want to. You know, like, I don't know, because I, I think if he would have seen it, he would have seen those similarities and maybe just cut them completely, you know, and that would have been cool. But like, I like that this is like, I understand, oh, that this is Zach's, you know, and I'm I'm cool with that. I, I may not agree with it, but I'm, I'd mm-hmm. rather him do that than like look at it and, and go, oh, man, that didn't work, you know, in, in that version. And I was going to I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I kind it, of... It, it's crazy to me how, like, if you told me 10 years ago that Zack Schneider would get all this praise right. while Joss Whedon, like, totally screwed up, like... Right, yeah. As the guy yeah, who made a, the Avengers, you know? I mean, that's just wild how Joss... I mean, Joss just totally screwed that movie. <laughs> totally, you know? Um, well, uh, before we close out, also... Falcon and the Winter Soldier debuted this week. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on it? I'm excited, man. I really am. I mean, yeah, because these are two, I mean, not to say that they're not important characters. I mean, obviously, the Winter Soldier, um, you know, Bucky, Captain America's old friend, and then Sam, who played a big part in, um, well, Civil War as well, and, and uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Um, I'm not saying that they're not major characters, but at the same time, they kind of are more backseat characters um, in a sense. And so I think it's kind of good that we're going to get a more low-key, I don't know how to word it right, sideline kind of show while still being, I mean, because he is now taking up the mantle of Captain America. So I don't know. I'm just excited to see how it plays out and how this direction goes. Hmm. George? <laughs> oh, look, uh, I like it. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's definitely, uh, I think it's right. going to be a good show. The action is really good quality. The, I think that the story, the storytelling was the in general is really phenomenal. nice. Uh, uh, like, 
Right. Yeah. Um, the I best like of it. the Falcon, definitely. Um, I'm interested, obviously, um, especially with that ending, you know, uh, who's the new Captain America. I'm interested where that's going to go and all that. Uh, I think I've learned my lesson from WandaVision <laughs> uh, that I'm not going to <laughs> dissect everything. Um, and uh, th- I literally read was on Twitter and was like, I saw an article, how Falcon and the Winter Soldier can introduce the X-Men. And I, I in my mind, I was just like, shut up. Don't even go there. I'm not even going to, you know what? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, don't get your heart I'm broken excited again. as well. Uh, I, I, I like it. I, I I mean, it was a little boring to me. I mean, it was cool to see Sam's backstory and his family and see where he's from and all that. But uh, it just um, it didn't hook me as much as I thought it would. But uh, but yeah. So I I personally I personally lo- love the the Winter Soldier side of the episode like him like yeah coming to terms with right. like who he was going that to was therapy cool. that was cool. like you, you like know that. there's gonna be plenty of like scenes that. with the therapist <laughs> so i think i think it's just seeing getting to focus on these two characters for the first time like like tyler said oh yeah it's Absolutely. just uh it's I refreshing agree. in a way well all righty guys oh yeah and, and you and could I'm tell, you could tell it's going to be character-driven. Stuff. I think I was just, I don't know, something about it was, was I wasn't as interested as I thought it was going to, as I was going to be. Um, but I'm definitely excited for the rest of the series and the season. Mm. And, uh, and yeah. Well, alrighty, guys. I think with that, we're, we're going to close out the show. Thank you all for tuning in. Guys, this week, check it out right now on Spotify, on all music platforms, Apple Music, everywhere you get music. Uh, Chazzy Cade's new EP, Not the Same, is out on all platforms. Check it out. It's amazing. We've been promoting it the last few weeks. Can't say enough good things about it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, guys, we will be back next week for a new episode mm-hmm. of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we are, we're excited to be back. Also, we're going to be reviewing some comics, too, in the coming weeks. So we'll be excited to be talking about that, too. But uh, thanks for joining us, guys, and we will see you next week. Later, y'all. Much love.